0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute. Currently on Dawn of Justice, my name is Nathan. You can find me on
1: all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me at all social media at Mark Meadows.
2: And I'm Alessandro Maniscalco, and you can find me on Twitter at Raverin. I'm a co-contributor of the JLU podcast with Sam Otten, where we analyze the DCEU movies that are coming out from Warner Brothers, and you could also reach me and Sam at JLU Podcast.
0: As you should. It's a fantastic podcast. Go Thank listen you. to it. Of course. And I'm, I um, really
2: like your podcast as well. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: Yeah, so we got some good back and forth going on. Um, today, we are talking about minute number 32 of Dawn of Justice. Uh, the minute's going to start out with uh, Lex Jr., ironically maybe ironically, I don't know, ironically comparing Cal uh, to his father's tyrants. Is that irony? That's irony.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. It's like un- one of my first notes.
0: Well, we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, the minute's going to end with Lex Jr. Uh, starting to state his wish list to one of the... Uh, uh, hum- I wouldn't say humbled. I'm bad with words. One of the senators.
1: One of the senators. <laughs> one of his uh, persuaded one senators. One of his pawns.
0: Ooh. One of his dolls. It was puppets it was puppets. The shaking oh.
1: shaking puppets. his booties,
2: senators.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> now he is. <laughs> so um this kinda is a continuation of what Lex is saying in yesterday's minute where mm-hmm. he says, So the day does not come, madame, tips Fedora, when your children are waving daisies at a reviewing stand. So this kind of goes uh his story about his father, which happened Friday of last week, minute thirty, mm-hmm. he's telling the history of his father and how he grew up in East Germany. And, you know, nothing Lex says in this film is not of value. And he, there's a reason for everything he says. So, like, when he was giving the history of Lex Corp and his dad, uh, there was reason for it. And it comes into play now when it comes to basically what he's doing is he's trying to persuade these senators in um, approving a, an import license mm-hmm. for good old Rocky in the Indian Ocean. Um, And with a story like that That comes full circle Normally when you're giving a speech That helps persuade people Because they understand the context And now they understand What the point it, you're trying to make Yeah the point yeah. that you're trying to make And so that they can kind of see where you're coming from And they agree with you And that's just good speech dialogue There you go Bag it up put a bow on it <laughs> Um, So I like that And I like the fact that this character, throughout the film, uh, every line of dialogue that he says, mm-hmm. there's a reason that some screenwriter wrote that. Absolutely. Yeah, every
2: word that he he utters has meaning. Uh-huh. He, he doesn't waste words. He doesn't mince words.
1: Exactly, and I think that goes uh, unappreciated or underappreciated. It
0: doesn't. It it's not what people were expecting, and you know, people were. It's especially for this movie, that's why I I think that he got such bad reviews is because people weren't expecting this different character, but it's also, like, it's the same. It's, you know, one of the best Lex Luthers you'll ever see because of how smart and how on point every single written dialogue of him. Like Like you said, there's meaning behind everything he says. And, I mean, when you pick up a normal Superman comic and that has Lex Luthor as a villain, you just think, oh, I'm going to stop you with some kryptonite rock. Well, and... we've
1: seen this kind of Lex Luthor before, right? As I think Birthright doesn't... Someone said that... I would just that... mean on screen. I know, but I'm saying like the personality. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely yeah, touches
2: mean... on... Uh, definitely borrows from several comics. Yeah, Birthright there's a bunch.
0: And... I would even say Earth but One. I
2: think... Yeah, well, a little less Earth One because they took a totally different approach with, with Lex and... In that. He's a little
0: more older. Yeah. Um
2: but hey, you know, who who likes a smart ass? So of course people are gonna hate
1: Lex. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people came in like like ready to connect <laughs> dots between this character played by Jesse Eisenberg and Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight, and it seems like such a forced correlation that people are like it's like the, they're trying to, the DCEU is trying to do the Joker like all over again. And it's like, I don't People see. People said that? Yeah. And like, I've never seen that. I've never seen like, like, oh, Jesse Eisenberg was just trying to do his own version of the Joker. And it's like, I, I don't see that at all. Those characters are completely different. Uh, there's no way you could compare them. Uh, I don't know. I just never saw that.
0: I don't. Even you saying it right now, I don't believe it. I don't I don't see it at all. Oh, I've
1: I've heard it more than more often than once. Oh, I heard oh, a lot of
2: people saying, Oh, he's like the Riddler and Joker put together.
0: I heard Riddler, but then like come on. Like what you're just gonna you're just thinking off the top of your head, like the smartest, cunning most character in all of DC comics and you're like, Oh yeah, that's him. Like I'm sorry, I'm like talking about like <laughs> Yeah, talking I'm sorry. But like come on, like it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, you should probably look deeper into why they chose to, to do this, I mean, like, if we're getting off topic a little bit here, this character that Jesse Eisenberg's, this Lex Luthor, is like the most modern that you're going to get. And Jesse Eisenberger did play Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the almost equivalent to what Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor in this universe should be that, you know, young businessman, Silicon Valley Mongol that, you know, is just domineering everything in the technological market. It was a mouthful.
2: I, I almost feel like the anim- the Superman animated series sort of tainted people's perspectives on, on being open minded as to what this Lex is. You know, these it's true. strong bald guy. You know, older guy, and but you know, whereas this version of Lex is has been featured all throughout the comics. I mean, yeah, especially this this particular movie you know is and spoilers if no one's seen the end of BVS you know borrows from that whole death of superman series where mm-hmm. you know he did have long flowing red hair and he was super charming and and philanthropic so it, you know I mean, it's not like they they went off and did a totally something totally different to to try no, something not at all. new no they they actually Borrow heavily from the comics, so
1: mm-hmm. I think Red Sun as well is an influence, and, right? That uh, Lex Luthor, isn't yeah. he like a young, long-haired kid?
2: Uh not a kid, and he's not charming at all.
0: <laughs>
1: no, he's yeah, like, he, he just doesn't a, he care an what asshole. anybody. Th- yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: but he does have hair, right?
0: Yeah, yes, okay. Yes, so sure. um, but there's, I mean, even go, it goes so far okay. back as like the Golden Age and all that, you know. Right. The, the younger Lex Luthor with the... Yeah, so it, it's been all over. It's just people... You're right with the animated series tainting it. Well, and they also on, did on, it with... On. Hang on. I don't,
1: I don't think it's the show's fault. No,
0: it's not the show's fault. It's no, it's, it's people's people, perception right. and nostalgic factor. It's like Mark, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker is probably the basis of a lot of Joker characters. But it's not like it tainted the character. It just put... Animation to a a two D image and like you know it, it put a, a personality and a voice to it so yeah. people just try to base that off of just like um you know Michael Rosenbaum like tried to do his Lex Luthor based off of I'm assuming the animated one because it's it fits fairly it's well Smallville one yeah
1: yeah um yeah I think if you can't see past different iterations of a certain character then I think that just falls on you you can't be like
0: and if you know the people that weren't on board with it in Man of Steel are completely lost at this point because it's a different Superman and why even go with the changes if you're going to... Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I get what you Lex mean, in
2: the animated series is great. And I think yeah. he was featured in a long run of... Uh, in the 90s, comics uh, with Brainiac 13 and all. Yep. But yep. it's just, uh, you know, a different take on the character. But because the animated series was so accessible, you know, a lot of people sort of see that and expect that.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is just unfair in my opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is unfair. Um so this leads into so we kinda mentioned this yesterday about the whole um him wanting to make a deterrent for yeah. special people. Right. Special
0: people. Hang on. This uh well, Senator Barrows Barrows. Yeah. Oh.
2: Let me just say waving daisies at a reviewing stand is, is actually a reference to the whole Germany Cold War era. And the idea is that he's trying to say that tyrants are bad and we should be preventing tyranny. So uh, Sam and I have sort of uh, uh, disagreed a bit on Lex's motivation, at least here. My take is that we should take what he's saying at at least somewhat at face value, where... I believe that he really does see Superman as a tyrant who you know is a threat to the world and could mm-hmm. could take control, whereas Sam thinks that or at least he's expressed to me that he believes he's he's using this to manipulate the centers and and using this as an argument towards the centers so but he and i have Sam and I have very not very different but in certain aspects we have different views on Lex as a character in this movie and his motivations in particular
1: but i i'm going to have to agree with you because i think but then i i kind of want to correct it a bit cuz i feel like he doesn't care about the rest of the world he thinks superman is so superior to his own world yeah, yeah right. to his yeah. own world like like he feels inferior so long as superman is out there mm-hmm. and that doesn't equate with him. Like he can't deal with that. He can't, yeah. this character can't deal with the thought of being uh second, second. to someone else. Well, mm-hmm. see, but, so it's like,
2: but th- this is why I actually was saying this to Sam one day where if the rest of the world is threatened, then ultimately his world is threatened. So he cares about the rest of the world and he cares about people, but to the extent that he needs those people and the rest of the world to exist and continue normally in order for his world to remain the same. So he, yeah. he does care about people's lives and humanity. Without humanity, you know, he has no place.
0: It's very true. Hmm. He's the puppet master. Everybody's just a...
1: You can't be a puppet master without puppets. Yeah,
0: <laughs> of course. So, you know, and, and the fact that he sees himself as superior, you know, compared to not, e- not even compared to a, a, a human it's an alien, so it's like that's even got to add more weight to it.
1: Yeah, um, which is why I, I wrote down this inch, the thing that caught my attention was the way he says Superman. I think it's probably one of the only times he says the word Superman. Oh yeah, it's one of the because two. Senator Barrows mentions what does he say? He says last time I checked, the only one flying up here was Superman, and he, it's like Lex Luthor hates having to say the word Superman. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> because. The two words, "super" and then "man," which he disagrees. Yeah. Well, I think what makes it upset is that he is not the superman. Mm-hmm. It is an alien.
2: It's like so, he's got a bad yeah. taste in his mouth when he says it. Of mm-hmm. course, yeah.
0: I, I did want to. I want to mention that Senator Barrows. Barrows. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I always want to say Barrows. It might be Barrows. I don't know. Senator Barrows. Um, he's like just now catching on to the fact that Lex was talking about Superman and deterring. Mm -hmm. like homeland security planetary security i don't know like when i was uh, especially like after oh they came in blind they don't know that's what i'm saying like that's why it's so like off-putting to me because i'm immediately thinking oh duh he's gonna weaponize it to do a superman and i don't know if that's just because you know past experience with the characters and whatnot but like it's it's just, I don't know I don't know I I wrote it down for a reason and now I'm feeling like I I lost my train of thought when well, I wrote like, it down.
1: He he Barrels doesn't know anything because him or Lex Luthor and Senator Finch both know that there is more than just Superman. Yeah, and that's another big deal. Um, and I think that's why uh, uh, this whole two episodes of Lex giving this persuading, this persuasive like argument about getting this import license um is actually persuading barrows because one he's finding out that uh there could be more out there mm-hmm. you know like So you're they, saying you're what,
2: saying senator finch already knows that there are more out there
0: the meta- uh, she's she familiar the yeah thesis. she's familiar with the metahuman thesis but right, she probably right. sees it as just that a thesis
2: Right Okay
0: cuz there's obviously cuz th- they haven't been exposed to the evidence cuz we'll, we'll think- later learn spoilers
2: well, I think that regarding the metahuman thesis, um, we don't really know what that's necessarily in reference to. I, I was thinking a, one possibility could be that Lex proposed this thesis to, you know, the, the government already. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he's the only one with that right, then, with
0: the evidence of it, then yeah, it probably is his thesis. Well, he's I not think the only I could, one was, with
2: the evidence because a lot of the evidence that he had, which we saw in. His, See, in his hard drive, yeah. later, comes from the military. So the military knows that these other beings exist.
0: Yeah, but what if, it's Barrows- Lex's, what if it's Lex's section of the military... What if the U.S. military isn't even thinking about metahumans and Lex was like, hey, I'm going to have a certain branch that deals with this stuff like Nest. Well, no, because that's like the second Transformers reference I can it throw. actually in says <laughs>
2: um, on the video. One of the videos, Department uh, DOJ, Department of Justice. Does it? So, yeah. All right. Well, no, that was, no that's Dawn of Justice. Yeah, that's Dawn of Justice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll the, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. I that know. was a joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I, th- I assume that the metahuman thesis was just that—that that there are others like Superman.
1: If the That's... military knows about it, Barrows does not, because right. they, when they mention the metahuman thesis, the shot is on him, the camera's on him, and he has the whole turning of head reaction thing. Like he's never even heard of this. I think it's just because he's
0: been blinded because he hasn't had to been dealing with it. You would think that if like two aliens were flying around in one of your biggest cities in that the country a that, that everybody would be on point with, hey, we're going to have this whole like contingency
1: plan about it. You would think. You think the History Channel would be having marathons about <laughs> alien contact well, maybe after are. that. <laughs> maybe but they it's actually
2: aren't. pretty genius that they do, uh, that the shot does go to Senator Barrows and he's got this look of like, what are they talking about? And he's starting to get scared, you know, because that is the you know cinem cinematic c- cue that brings us to the next scene. Mm-hmm. The next, well, the and next the... shot that, that shows him. You know, what do you? What can I get you?
0: Oh, what the? Out to of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey. Does
1: anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I gotta get these
0: articles printed and on Perry's
1: desk by Monday the latest. Well, you could go to Amazon.tooldmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.toolldmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet and a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called dc cinematic minute well that's awesome i'm all about helping others as you know
0: <laughs> all right so com. well i better
1: get to it before superman stirs up another headline so i think when they mentioned that there's more than just superman he freaked out he's like oh maybe we should have yeah, a deterrent probably
0: and that's just an easy way to manipulate s- certain people In yeah political standpoint it's like um,
1: um if you said something that kind of scared you and said hey people like that are living among you yeah you know I'm not trying to correlate it to anything you in, in yeah but we're we're trying <laughs> yeah. it's there but <laughs> it's like you know Uh, what is the quote he says is more likely than not these exceptional beings live among us the basis of our myths gods among men upon our little blue planet here Mm -hmm. gods among men yeah what's that a reference to
0: Um, DC Comics Injustice you wanna yeah (laughs) Yeah. but I mean it's just it's what DC Comics has always been about man
1: yeah you're right (laughs) well
2: Um, Injustice Gods Among Us and they even reference Injustice in the nightmare scene
0: true but true I'll have the argument of saying that well there
1: was that uh what is what is that (laughs) other one there's like gods and monsters uh yeah that was like that was
0: like the uh bruce Timm little animated thing too and then the elseworlds book about it but i mean that's not the first time that they've been you know just even the The, even the the trinity universe yeah it's all it's just gods versus man gods versus monsters and yada 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 which is
1: like my theory that the greek gods and Wonder Woman mythology are metahumans as well.
2: Hmm.
0: (laughs) By definition, or they just, so, well then, where's the different, where's the defining line between uh, Earth crime metahumans and then the mythical side of DC Comics?
1: Well, I was just going to say that I think the Greek gods were just like a family of metahumans that just kept breeding with each other. Could and be. they raised to like a higher status, Could and be. we treated them as gods. Well, look, so, I mean... It's a good one.
0: Are we
2: are we supposed to believe that Zeus actually did create humans? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, this sort of mm, goes into Wonder Woman uh, a bit, but...
1: Yeah, yeah we'll, have to, <laughs> we'll have to cut off there. <laughs> Let's not go any further. Uh, take it away, Nate.
0: Uh, so, you don't have to use a silver bullet, but if you forge one... Uh, what's the rest of the line? Line? I don't well,
1: then we don't have to depend upon the kindness there you go. of monsters.
0: Perfect. So I'll answer your question from yesterday's minute. Um, I, if, if I lived in this world...
1: Are you voting yes on the deterrent?
0: Yeah. If I lived in this world, I would be one of the first in lines to have this analytical thinking of just that idea of a silver bullet. And I don't know what kind of person that describes me as. People, if you want to you know dissect me feel free i'm i'm a crazy guy but if there were these two alien beings fighting yeah i want to have something that i can create i want to have a silver bullet to forge i don't like i said i don't necessarily have to use it but at least i have it that's what it's batman, a good argument it's yeah it's batman's mindset lex is using that batman mindset but he's making it as a facade of course he's going to use it because he's not the good guy per se, but Batman has it and will use it if he needs to. Does he? S- some stories he does, yeah. But you know, like he doesn't always have to. That's the thing. But yeah, I'm I'm first in line. Yeah, but make a it also make the first in line
1: to go shake Superman's hands. So. Absolutely,
0: of course. See, yeah. but then like I I'm like, hey man, you're doing a great job. But then you're just one bad day away from burning me up in flames from the sky, like you're just one bad day away from that. So and it's exactly what injustice is. You know, like I, I live in the injustice world. You know what I mean? Because like, that outcome could happen.
2: Well, let me ask you this question. Go for it. If you knew a kid, if you were in high school and you knew a kid mm-hmm. was bringing a gun to school, mm-hmm. would you go ahead and start bringing a gun to school because you knew that that kid had a gun and... He could, in theory, start shooting people?
0: No, but you don't have to necessarily... Um, uh, <laughs> uh. You don't have to only stop at you know the gun being the deterrent to another gun. There's other solutions there. So, no, I would not bring a gun to school to deter the other student with a gun because then I'm just put in his situation. I'm one bad day away from using the gun versus him being one bad day away from using the gun so we're both put in the same situation
2: why not instead of making a deterrent why not reach out into the universe and reach out to other alien races and species that may be able to help you against this
0: oh yeah no i'm all for that yeah absolutely but at least as me as a human as a person I want to be sure that I myself have something to stop a tyrant if it gets to that point. Like I said, I'm taking the Batman mindset for it. Batman reached out and found partnership with all these other metahumans, you know, people that he you know would never trust, but then gain trust and, and friendship and stuff. But yet Batman still has for each member of the league a deterrent for them. And again, he doesn't necessarily have to use them, but at least he knows he has them. You know, I disagree with it being secretive, you know, in that storyline where they all find out and stuff. I'd be like straight up, hey, if you ever freak out, I have this for you. And then, in turn, give them a handgun and say, hey, if I ever freak out, shoot me in the head. You know, it's just put put everybody on an even keel. That's, well, what, I don't that's know how if, you get it to make sense. I don't sense. know if
2: that necessarily helps, though, because even, first of all, even if Superman knew that we had this deterrent, a, a kryptonite bullet, if you will... Mm -hmm. If he were to snap, do you really think that that would deter him? I mean, let's take a look at, I mean, (laughs) without trying to deviate too far from, you know, what we're doing here, let's look at the situation with North Korea. You know, we both have nukes. Is that really helping the situation? Are are, our nukes deterring North Korea?
0: No, but look at the world we live in, man. And I mean you could say the same for this world in Dawn of Justice. Saying, like it's know? just a messed up world. There is no right and there is no wrong. Like it's just Oh, it's you, pretty wrong. You take it, it for what gets it more is. Messy. Yeah, it's just it's all grayer. You take it for what it is. And I guess my point you know, is not,
2: that the kryptonite deterrent is not necessarily gonna do that. What it what it was what's oh, intended no. to. So
0: it's it's not gonna be the end all be all solution. It's just one piece of a bigger puzzle.
1: I think if you bring in the deterrent you make things more messy. Of course,
0: but then if you don't have the deterrent, what's to say it's it's, a one-sided fight? And it's a one-sided fight. What's to say it's not messy at the end of the day?
1: Well, like uh, Father Leon once said, sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith. Of course. I mean, the the fact
2: that you have the deterrent might Mm -hmm. actually be the instigator to, to make, you know, a being like Superman snap. So in trying to prevent it from happening, you could actually cause it absolutely so it's not I think it's not really that's a matter the point. of you know it's not a black and white question of
0: you know oh no oh god no i'm pretty but sure again i'm i'm i will still want to make that deterrent. yeah <laughs> like what
1: you said i kind of goes uh in tangent with the whole north korea thing because it's like if you announce you have it mm-hmm. then you just make matters worse yeah right. um so i think we should leave that there <laughs> <laughs> i think we um Don't forget, guys, we'd love to hear your opinions, so check out the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society Facebook page group. You can join us on there, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on that topic. Um, It cuts after that, and Senator Finch is leaving LexCorp. Senator Barrows turns to Lex Jr. and says, "Um, I think uh, there are ways we can help each other out. Um, And... Lex Luthor kind of sighs for a moment. He says, "Would you step into my office?" Is it a sigh of Which relief? It's is funny. Or is it a sigh
0: of just like a, I think it's a sigh of relief. <laughs> it's a relief. Yeah. I think it's a sigh of like God. If, like finally, it took you like this long. Like I don't. I, I, I think that's what it one is. Of it's them like to agree. Huh. Like geez. Like what more can I do to, you know, get these in his mind? Simple-minded people on my side. You know, he looks up when he sighs,
2: and it almost looks like ah yes, I reached somebody in this group, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. But I
0: feel like he was already planning on getting Senator Barrows on his side. Oh, of course. I mean... I, mean- uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a great reaction. I love it.
1: Well, like Alex said yesterday, you know, he's probably got... he's probably filling Barrows' pockets anyways. It's probably why he's already a senator in Metropolis, yeah. because of people like Luther. So... um you know, like he says, there are ways we can help each other out. And now, my question was, what's in it for Barrows? But now it seems a lot clearer that it's probably financial gain, power gain. Like, I help this massive company, they're gonna back me in my rise through the government. Yeah, right. But it's funny, um, it's
2: funny that Lex says, Would you step into my office and they go like two steps because the whole building is really. His office. It's
1: yeah. a much needed joke. <laughs> like comedic relief right at the right time. And it's kind of like a, I want to say almost like an Edgar Wright style comedic move where it's like, eh, stuff in my office. and It's like the camera just pans a little bit. And it's like, yes. All right, yeah. let's get this. <laughs> let's go to business. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's pretty funny. So I, I really like that. Um, but what, this is where we see the change in this character because in Luther? Bar- yeah, cuz Beryl says what's your wish list and the head goes down. Mhm. Kind of doesn't make eye contact and when Lex Luthor then looks back up again, he's got some sinister requests or, you know, I don't know, it's very shady. Yeah. Literally it's shaded. Cuz his face is shaded. Oh, okay. Good one. So, not lighting on it. Uh, he's requesting access to the scout ship zero three four four, which is the Kryptonian ship that crashed in Metropolis, mm-hmm. and without even thinking about it, Barrows kind of just shrugs his shoulder and says, "Done," and that's where we end the minute. Well, yeah, just like
0: that, as easy as that.
2: And let's. Well, I think can we take this opportunity to discuss why he
1: wants access, or should we wait?
0: We'll wait on that one.
1: Tomorrow is going to be all about that scout yeah. ship. Okay. But. Is there anything else you guys have no, He sort, that's, that's sort
2: of a, that's where he sort of says it, you know, he's not making eye contact when he, he says it. He, it's almost like he's trying to make it seem like not a big deal that he's asking for that.
0: Not a big deal. You know, I would think it's more along the lines of um it uh like Mark said it's like a it's a character change. So now he's like shrouded in dark. So now it's like no, a more I'm sinister.
1: To, I'm trying to think of it as um He's trying to make it seem like it's more of, that it's harder to pull than it actually is. Like, he's like, oh, there's no way I could ever get access to oh, the scout like innocent? ship, is there? And Barrow's like, what do you mean? Of course, like, done. Okay. <laughs> it's like, if you make it that hard to, if you kind of act like it, it's almost impossible to get, then it seems so much easier for him to say, done. Probably. If he asked, like, extremely, oh, yeah, you know, just give me access to the Kryptonian scout ship, he'd be like, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Why? Yeah, but you make it seem a little too difficult. Okay. Well, right, and that, but that's that, but that's,
2: I guess, kind of what I was getting at by by looking down and not making eye contact. He's making it seem like, you know, it shouldn't be difficult to do. It's not that grand of a request.
1: Hmm. Exactly. Well, that's all I had for this one. Yeah, uh, man. Definitely tomorrow we're gonna see. Uh, I guess the plan start to take shape. Or something we see his stuff. ideas flourish, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The beginning stages,
1: we get, yeah, we get some stuff. All right, um, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, definitely find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and twooldmedia.com has all our other shows and this show as well. Um, you can also listen to Man of Steel Minute, which is we did that movie before this one, so if you are curious about our coverage of Man of Steel. uh, Don't forget we'll also eventually be doing Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman in the future. Um, And you can join our listeners group on Facebook, the uh, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.